H.T. Well, January season five. Go. Happy New Year, guys! Such a great New Year. We are H.T. Well, high tea with old waiver, Toby and Dave, and uh, we are so excited to ring in the new year with you. Even though it's almost February by the time we publish this. Ding ding ding. We are going to play some hot new jams to kick off your new year, and we're very excited to share those with you. We also want to encourage you to become a patron. Patrons are supporters of this podcast that love this podcast so much that they pay us at least $5 a month. But that's not just a donation to pad our massive bank accounts. These Ferraris aren't going to pay for themselves. Yes, but you get something in return as a patron. You get merch, you get a koozie, you get stickers. Stickers. You could get a shirt or a scarf if you are super rich and you have a lot of disposable income. But you also get the After Dark podcast, which is the companion podcast to this free podcast that we so graciously record and distribute for you for nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. But... The After Dark, less talking, more jams, and we're more wasted because we record it after we record this. Yeah, we're ridiculous now, but then it gets worse. Yeah, because we record this promo after we record the episode. So if we sound tanked now, just imagine Mm. how tanked we will be for the After Dark. Because it's fun watching someone ramp up to tankness. Yeah, it's it's fun to watch someone destroy their lives. Right in front One of drink your at a time. One drink at a time. So, um, I mean, maybe you're doing a dry January. You don't have to drink along with us, but it's cooler if you would. God, dry January. Anyway. Worst month to be dry. Like, pick April. I know. I'm going to do dry February. Or maybe dry March. Yeah, not February. February's you're still February's hanging Super on. Bowl. February, you're still sad. So. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. My New Year's resolution is to have a New Year's resolution after the Super Bowl. You know what happens in April? What? Nothing. Dry April. There you go. There's no Premier League, really. April showers. I mean, there is Premier League, they're bring, but they're wrapping it up. We know who's going to be the winner by then. Dry glasses. You're not going to do a dry April. <laughs> What are you saying? Anyway. Just pick a couple of days of the week, Dave. H.G.Y. is next. H.G.Y. is next. On this platform. I mean, they stopped serving it at like 11, so we would go around 9.30 or 10. You were there at 9.30? No, like maybe 10. Um, Jesus, we vacation different. But it's a... They had... Two restaurants. They had the beach restaurant and then the restaurant in the middle of the resort. And so the that was where breakfast was. And so we would go and then you would sit and uh, overhear all these conversations of all these people um, mostly talking about yoga. Really? And so... That sucks.
Episode 54. Wow. Episode 54 of High Tea with Old Waver. That's what the HTWOW stands for. Toby is the high tea part because his name starts with T. Get it? He's at Toby Pipes on Twitter. I'm the Old Waver part. My name is Dave. I'm at Old Waver on Twitter. If you care. How's your Twitter feed been going, Dave? It's been fine. You've been crushing it? Yeah. I kind of, uh... I've been letting it be a little bit. Really? I don't know. I tweet when the mood strikes, and lately the mood hasn't struck. Okay. Do you live tweet on the national championship game? No. The only, th- the only thing I tweeted during the national championship game was during the halftime when they had the... Katy Perry video. Oh my god. That was, uh, I guess, a commercial for an LG speaker. <laughs> Did you see that in the middle? <laughs> no. Some random LG Bluetooth speaker. I didn't even with, notice with that. With a disco light that comes out of it. All I noticed is has she always been that bad of a dancer? Yeah, she's never she's always been a reluctant pop star as far as Dancing. Committing to the moves. 
Okay. Much, much like Taylor Swift. Because it was like she was trying to do like a Dua Lipa thing, and it was like yeah, she's if very you can't do she's it. Very awkward and stiff. She's very stiff. Yeah, but she's got up tops that are nice. Yeah, she just needs to walk around and be star. Yeah, you don't need to dance yeah. with everyone. You can do your own dance. But my my only tweet of that night was that uh, right after that halftime extravaganza, mm-hmm. it wasn't like she was even at the stadium. It was just a pre-recorded even. music video. Yeah, that I guess will probably be out in a week or so anyway. I don't know. So I, I tweeted that uh, Katy Perry had just jumped the left shark. <laughs> Get it, Dave. Thank you. Because of the left shark. Super Bowl. Yeah, the yeah, thing. Left shark. Is that weird that she would go down? Like, do you go... Do you? Is that a move down after the Super Bowl to go to the... Cha- well, she didn't really have to show up. It was driven by the sponsorship, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess if she doesn't have to go set up a big stage setup or do anything, why not? She was probably on the toilet while that was going on. Probably on the toilet? Yeah. Just yeah. a guess. Anyway, um, HTWOW, January 2022. <laughs> um, we still have our beloved vinyl sponsor. <laughs> and... Uh, if you are familiar with The Clash, then you can probably put two and two together and figure out that our HTWOW album of the month for this month is The Clash Combat Rock. How do you Combat feel about rock. that record? I love that record. It's a good record. It's a really good record. It's a really good record. That was the one, that was the one right after London Calling, right? I think so, right? Yeah. They filmed that video and a lot of it in Austin. Right? Oh, when they're just running around. Yeah. <laughs> Wild ass. <laughs> that was a dog barking. Yeah, that'll happen. Hey. Whatever. That's what keeps us real. Keeps us grounded. So if you would like to win a brand new sealed vinyl copy of the Clash Combat Rock. Wow. From our vinyl sponsor, PositiveSpin.com. Positive with a Z. Just go to PositiveSpin.com and click on the banner at the top that says win the HTWOW Album of the Month. And then you can enter an email address and uh, you have surprisingly good odds. Enter. Enter to win. I mean, get a Clash record. Yeah, why not? Why not? I don't know if I have any Clash records. Maybe you should sign up. I know. I probably should have him send me one as well. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Let's see what I have. Are you alphabetized? Yes, sir. I'm um, I still can't find it because I'm stupid. It'd be under the C's. Yeah. 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 Uh, Alphabetized. That's chameleons. Mmm. Which chameleons is that? That's charlatans. Would the clash be after charlatans? <laughs> yeah. H-I-J-K-L. Yeah. L. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Before uh, the cure, though. Before ah, the cure. Look at it. Look at that. I, I have combat rock. <laughs> it's magic. <laughs> it's magic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only one I have. Yeah, that's the only clash I have. On vinyl. That's um, a good record. Uh, chameleons. Let's see. I have Strange Times. Mm-hmm. And script of the bridge. Wow. Let's just play those front to cover and <laughs> let it roll. Yeah. 
Who needs us? Anyway. Anywho. So, uh, yeah. That's uh, what you need to do if you want to uh, win some free stuff. And uh, to touch on our other uh, beautiful sponsor, So Beautiful, Good Friend Package, 1155 PV Avenue. Um, they are such good friends, Matt and Josh. Josh just had a birthday. Did he? Happy birthday, Josh. And uh, I did not visit them today. Um, I have uh, like that seasonal uh, affective disorder. What's that mean? Sad. Oh, you're sad. Yeah, I'm just, I'm sad because it's after the holidays and it's winter time. Mm-hmm. So I don't like to leave the house if I don't have to. And so I just decided not to go. Mm. And I kind of waited too long. I didn't want to drop in unannounced or text him 30 minutes before I was going to show up. So I just did a little shopping of my own. And our first beer today, because this is a song swap and a beer swap. It is. We uh, drink beer and we listen to tunes together. Uh, the first one is local, because we are in the DF dub. Uh, these guys are from Grapevine, Texas. Wow. Hop and Sting Brewing Company. You familiar with Hop and Sting? No. And the title of this brew is Big Trouble in Little D, a DDH Jasmine IPA. I don't know if that's referring to the particular hops or... I guess I should know because... You're doing we, a beer we, show? We're doing a beer podcast. Yeah. I'm into hops. Totally. If I'm having a beer, I want some hops my, in yeah, it, bro. Just, I like to dip hops in my beer and just kind of gnaw on them. Yeah, just float a couple at the bottom? <laughs> yeah. <and> just... <laughs> like a goat? Yeah. Well, would you say that Grapevine, of the, all the cities out there, South Lake, Colleyville, and all that stuff, Grapevine is like the old, the original, like they're the, the OG of all those weird cities out there? Yeah, because they have the legit downtown, and they have the railroad going through there and stuff. Like it was there first, before those other ones. Sure, yes. Okay, yes. I see. Yes, it was a, a a depot. Do you think there are grapevines there? Yeah. There are? There are wineries in Grapevine. Okay. But we're not talking about wine. No, because we're your beard cast. Uh, so this is a double dry hopped IPA with Calypso and Lemon Drop hops. And jasmine flowers. Wow. That's where the jasmine comes from. Mmm. I like to rub it all over my body. Jasmine makes me think of a different world. Jasmine guy. It's a different world than where you come from. It's nice and and hazy. What do you think about this? It reminds me of a Belgian saison. Yeah. Right? I don't really taste the jasmine. I thought it was going to maybe taste like a candle, but... Yeah, no, I've had so much jasmine today already, I probably wouldn't be able to... Probably wouldn't be able to taste it. And put Float some hops at the bottom and then a few petals of jasmine, jasmine. on top. Yeah. By the way, uh, I'm drinking out of my uh, most beloved souvenir. What is it? From my Mexico trip, which we'll talk about... Much later in the pod. so That's a tease. Yeah. We won't bore people with it right off the bat. We'll just touch on it later. But <laughs> this was from the our, our travel day coming back from Mexico. 
we had time to kill in the Cancun airport. Uh-huh. Limited options as to where you can kill time in the Cancun airport. So we decided to hang out at Guy Fieri's American Kitchen and Bar. Nice. So this is the keepsake glass that they give you when you order a, you a get large to keep beer. It. Yeah. Wow. Did you get your, some work done on your tips? Yeah, they do. They, they do. just dye your hair. They right do highlights sit. right there as you're uh, waiting for your food. And you have to put it on a f- shirt that has flames on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, didn't get anything to eat, but sure as hell got a beer and got this beautiful Pilsner glass. Yeah, I'm guessing y'all got there early to the airport. We'll yeah, we were not later. messing around. We were not messing around. We needed to get home. Okay. Okay, well, what are we doing? You want to play a tune? Do you want to talk about something else? Let's go ahead and kick down the jams. Jam it! Let's uh, create some positive momentum in the new year. Um, Yeah, we're getting right to the tunes this year. So in December, if you recall, we did a very special H2Wow New Order Christmas. Uh Uh-huh. People loved it. People loved it. It was fantastic. Turns out New Order's pretty good. Turns out New Order's pretty good, and turns out... People like to listen to old stuff. Yeah, they do. And uh, to tease ahead, we are going to do more old stuff in March. Yes. Because at the end of February, the new Tears for Fears record comes out. So in March, we're going to do a Tears for Fears book report. Their whole chronology from the beginning all the way to the new record. So you can look forward to that. But this month, to uh, kick off the new year, we're going to play some new stuff. Because, I don't know about you, but I have one thing that stuck with me over the break, and then one thing that has been uh, top of mind because of the way that uh, it's been pulsed out there. And so that's what I'm going to play first. I don't know if you're aware of Johnny Marr's new record. No. I mean, I'm aware he has one coming out because his they don't play on his Instagram. They're pretty... Uh, I don't know if he does it, but whoever... Surely he has a social person that... Yeah, they do a good job. There's It's stuff every day. Yeah, every day. A lot of content. Yes, if you don't follow Johnny Marr on the social, particularly Instagram, you should. You should. He's starting to show his age a little bit, but he still looks badass. He looks good. He still looks like a rock star. Yeah, he's starting to look a little frail. Yeah, he's almost too skinny now. It's yeah. like the the vegan thing is really catching up. <laughs> right, like when we were talking about uh, Dave Gahan. Uh huh. When Dave Gahan put out a video a couple months ago with the his new Soul Savers yeah, project, and you're like, whoa. He 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 just looked bony. Yeah, we need to get the lighting better on that one. Yeah, that was a uh, a little jarring. Um, Johnny Marr does not look that uh, waifish and emaciated, but no. he, he definitely is uh, getting up there, but uh, he can still shred it. And so the new record comes out at the beginning of February. It's called Fever Dreams Part 1 through 4. And the reason it's called Part 1 through 4 is that he has uh, released four, well, he's so far he's released three of the four parts. So he's released them in batches, like EPs. Oh, okay. So the first one came out back in like September, then November, then here at the beginning of January, 
and then the whole shebang comes out at the beginning of February, and it's going to be a double LP. It's going to have like 16 songs. You know what? Everyone talks about like band people, and they try to do that. He actually did it. Yes. Because you can only get people's to release a full record just doesn't make sense because you people don't have the attention. Yeah, I, I guess he realized or he thought thought to himself that he's got a lot of songs that he wants to put out there. Mm-hmm. But and you can't put them out all at once. You can't just dump a 16-track record and expect anyone to pay attention to more than a couple songs, so he's stretched it out. That's the way to do it. And uh, a lot of it is really good. Some of it is just okay. Uh, but what I will say is um, he tries to broaden his uh, sonic palette a little bit from what he's done in the last couple of solo records that he's done. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I don't know. I, I think that because, because it's called Fever Dreams, it definitely has the themes of lockdown and being confined and reacting to the wild shit that happens in the world every day. And he's not necessarily the best lyricist, so some of it is a, a little ham-fisted, but mm. I give him a pass on anything and everything. Yeah. And But the one that I'm going to play is uh, my favorite so far. Like I said, only, uh, I guess, 12 of the 16 songs have come out mm -hmm. and uh, this is my favorite of them so far and uh, let's just get to it it's a slow build but when it hits it hits and it cranks all the way to the end this is called lightning people by Johnny Marr this is off of actually fever dreams part two on H2L
That's a hot jam. You know what that uh, his voice is reminding me of in that? What's that? Simon LeBon. Did that not sound like a Duran Duran song? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, it really, for some reason, right when it kicked off, I was like, dude, sounds like Simon. Yeah, so it's only his uh, fourth full-length solo record, but he's making it count. 16-track double LP. Ambitious, bro. wonder if his wife hates him. I mean, he's been married to the same girl since the 80s, right? Yeah, so she's just... Yeah, I think so. So she just must be like... Well, I mean, he's just writing songs all the freaking time. I guess he's at the studio. <laughs> I bet the studio at his house is pretty cool. He, uh, he posted a picture, speaking of his Instagram, uh, that he was in... Um, I can't remember the name of the studio, but wherever the Smiths recorded their first Peel session. Really? Made of L? Yeah. That yeah. He, he was, uh, he said he was back there for the first time since really? the Peel sessions. Wow. I don't know what he was doing there, but. Huh. I mean, they still use it. They were probably still doing a, a, a BBC thing. Yeah. That's cool. And so, um, Johnny Marr is going to be busy in the new year as well, touring, because he's doing uh, an opening slot for Blondie, and then uh, he's going to open for the Killers. Really? I mean, I get that. Blondie has a lot of hits. I mean, the Killers one, of course, but the Blondie... I feel like he's going to be better than Blondie, but Blondie has a lot of hits. Yeah, and the people who are going to go see Blondie, I don't know that. I don't know that they're going to fully buy in. Really? It, it, well, as soon as he plays a Smith song, then they'll they'll all freak they'll out. rush yeah, to yeah. the front. He that's a good good for Blondie though. That's good for them. That's yeah. going to help sell some tickets. Him being on that. I wonder how big they would. They would probably do the Toyota thing. Yeah, probably. 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 Um, also, this little note at the end of the article that I have pulled up. Um, I guess I knew this, but I forgot about it. Did you know that uh, Johnny Marr co-wrote the soundtrack for No Time to Die, the last Bond film with mm. Hans Zimmer? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He and Hans are frequent collaborators and so they wrote the soundtrack i bet those two in a room are really good at music yeah and then they they co-wrote the uh the uh title track the theme song that uh billy eilish did with her brother oh so, really yeah so the song credits are that's why Hans that song and is johnny little... and billy and phineas that's why that song's a little better <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think come that, on now. I didn't think that was her. She's not bad, but I mean, come on. Well, her, Phineas, it seemed a little bit more mature. Let's say that her brother Phineas is the the one who does, he does all the everything. Music. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's good. She's good. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's, everything's great. Everything is good. She's fine. I don't want anyone to write in. You guys are so misogynist, so ageist, man. You just don't like pop stars. 
obviously we do love pop stars. Yeah, the usually the hotter ones. But, yeah, that's true. But let's not uh, objectify women. I digress. Because it's 2022. No, so no objectifying women. No looking at women's. No looking at women in 2020. Unless they, unless they ask you look to at look me. at them by posting thirst traps on uh-huh. social media. But still, and then even then, look at them like it's a burning flame, like a fire. Yeah. Like you're like looking it's an eclipse. at it, but you need to, like you're trying to put another log on the fire, but you're like, God, it's hot. Like that's the only way you could, you should look yeah. at it. Be timid. You know, Billy has gotten some uh, some blowback recently. I didn't know you were such good friends with her. Billy. You know Billy. You know Billy. Yeah. Uh, I was uh, texting with her the other day. And so what happened? No. Um, but she's caught some flack from her fans because she's done... I guess it was promoting either the new record or this the No Time to Die uh-huh. song or whatever. But she's done like some uh, Vanity Fair covers. And... Oh, I saw that. She looks good. Yeah, so she's trying to update her look and wearing actual dresses and stuff instead of baggy sweatsuits. I think she did that just for that shoot, though. Like, yeah, that was... I mean, I don't think she's gone to like makeover school and yeah. is trying to be someone she's not. But all of her fans are really mad because we're like we thought you were a non-binary yeah but that i think she did that on purpose because that even made it weirder that she looked like she got dressed up for that and then went totally back like yeah she's just trying to get a rise if out she of everybody. was in her normal thing it would have been just boring but anyway. instead she put on the you know got all fancied up it's nice to dress up every once in a while hey i like to just do it and sit around the house <laughs> I really need a haircut because I feel yeah, so ugly right I now. I feel so ugly, even though I'm never leaving the house again. Anyway, we don't need to talk about Billie Eilish. And we're done talking about Johnny Marr. I think everyone well, everyone listening to this pod has a soft spot in their heart for Johnny Marr. Maybe you don't like the Smiths because you hate Morrissey. But you got to respect and love Johnny Marr. Respect. Respect. I did see there was something in the NME the other day that... Um, he was talking about all his different side projects. Mm-hmm. The the uh, the Pretenders, the Cribs, Modest Mouse. Uh, who knows what I'm forgetting? Electronic. Electronic. That uh, he said, basically, anyone I've ever worked with, I can pick up the phone or sit down in a room with and we just pick up where we left off and it's... All like good. no time has passed except for one person. <laughs> He's like, I think I know. I think, yeah. <laughs> I think you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're fine. They're going to, that reunion's going to be so great. It's never going to happen. It's going to be so good. You think, I mean, I guess they have the, the vegan thing in common, which you think would really get them together they could have some uh like tofu curry together and Mm -hmm. really uh and discuss really discuss the the state of animal rights but morrissey's just so far right these days and 
Johnny's so far left. There's just too much ground in between them. Too much ground. Too much ground. I don't think we're ever going to see them. <clears throat> nah, I'll Ed get them. Ed Redding and Leeds. I'll get them back together. I'm pretty sure that's never going to happen. <laughs> All right. Your turn, Toby. I'm so excited. Um, the next one you'll have to help me on, but I'm, I know that I want to play this one. Okay. Um, have you ever heard of the band New Dad? I've heard of the band Gay Dad. No, this is New Dad. New Dad. New Dad is not gay. Dad. By the he, way, he, he could still be gay. He's just new. Uh huh. He's his significant other just had a baby. Uh huh. So he's he's the new he's dad. new dad. Yeah. Um. They. I think that they got their name from one of those uh, band engine name thing. What, what do you call him? Oh, a generator. Yeah, a yeah. generator. I think that that's what it says in their bio. If I'm thinking of the same band, okay. But uh, and it just spit out new dad. Well, it is. Uh, it's stylized. It's pushed together. <laughs> capital N E W, capital D A D, all one word. Uh, new dad. New dad. No dad. New dad. All right. So it, it was this just a a, a late night. Toby Spotify wormhole or what? Sort of. No, not really Spotify this time. This is a BBC BBC Six thing. Okay. Um, Listening to Zane Lowe or something? <laughs> I don't think it was. Does he always do that? I don't know. It, it's different people, right? I don't know. Um, but when you read their thing, it's every band we like. And they're Irish and they like The Cure and Slow Dive and you'll get it right away. New Dad? New Dad. Okay. So which song? Lady Bird. It's their newest one. Okay. Are you excited? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, think you it, like this day. I mean, if you say so. It's pretty much everything that we like all into one band. Let me uh, let me add it to the playlist. By the way, our playlist is dope. Yeah. H2O. If you uh, if you ever get bored and you're like, man, I I would love to listen to some music, but I don't know what to play. Go to Spotify. And search HTWOW. You'll see our podcast there. Yeah, follow us on the on the Spotify, can't you? Yeah. You can follow people on yeah, that. Yeah, you can follow the pod, but you can also uh, follow the playlists. Because we have a playlist for the proper pod. Proper. And we have a playlist for the After Dark. I mean, it's oldies and newies. Yeah. And you just put it on shuffle and your mind gets blown. <laughs> I think you're going to like this, Dave. Okay. Well... Let's see. This is nuded. <laughs> nuded. Ladybird. Ladybird. Ladybird.
<laughs> Man, that took me by surprise because I was not expecting a female voice to front New Dad. New Dad. And I didn't expect it to pack so much of a punch. It's good, right? It's really good. Man, I'm into these guys. They're from uh, Galway, Ireland. Galway. Galway. I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know how you say it. I think I've heard it say that. I don't know. I don't know. Email (laughs) email us and correct us. Galway. HTYLpod at gmail.com. You guys are idiots. Galway. 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 I am from the shores of Galway. But they're pretty cool, right? I dig that. Yeah. And you know what? The I kept thinking the whole time, this is where my head is at these days with music. Mm-hmm. The whole time I was thinking, Clara would really like this. Yeah. Because <laughs> my kid is almost 12 and she is suddenly very uh, into music and is always playing me stuff. And it's usually indie bedroom pop. That's awesome. But every once in a while, she'll play something similar to that. And uh, I, th- I think she'll really be into it. She'll get into the new dad. I mean, we know from previous episodes that Toby has the taste of a 12-year-old girl. Yeah. So, boom. So, you guys need to chat it up tonight. After I'll, have my, I'll have my own playlist. But I gotta, I gotta work on the name because that could, that could look bad <laughs> under my brand. <laughs> Toby's twelve-year-old girl, hot jams. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> New dad. Um, yeah, I thought you'd like that. That was a for sure. Have you been to Ireland? Yeah. How many times? How many uh, cities? Twice. And this was uh, non. The Emerald Isle. This was non-band uh, related. That was. For some reason, we've never played there, and we did really well there. Sold a lot of records, and never played there. Huh? Doesn't make any sense. But so I went to all the cities because it was like an educational high school tour thing. Oh. I remember all that. It was good. Ireland's awesome. Because you were sober. No, we were drunk the oh, whole time. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that. Uh, Boy, in the 80s, 16-year-olds could, no problem. Just walk into a pub. Right in. Order a Guinness and sit right at the bar. And we did it everywhere we could. Oh, man. It's a good feeling. It's a good feeling. I am, um, I I have a good bit of Irish in me. Not right this second. But That's disgusting. <laughs> but in my heritage, I uh, primarily Portuguese- English and Irish. Oh, it's nice. And um, but I've only been to Ireland once, and not to the countryside, which, from what I understand, is the entire reason to go there because it's just so gorgeous. Where'd you just do Dublin? I just did Dublin. It was uh, the last stop of my uh, sad solo trip back in the early aughts. So I did. I think I did two or three days in Dublin, mm-hmm. and I saw. I saw some band, um, I think the Black Lips. <laughs> I wasn't even a big fan of theirs, but every every city I went to, I tried to see a show. Uh huh. And they were, I think, they were the only show that was happening while I was there. And it was a cool venue. Okay. And it was wild. Um, 
but Dublin's weird. There's really no public transit. There's kind of there's the Temple Bar area. Uh-huh. And there's kind of like the university area. And But that's, doesn't that like main road it. kind of come right off Trinity? I don't know. I I I don't remember a lot of it. I maybe it was just because I was so worn out and ready to go home by that point. Okay. So I maybe lost a little bit of my wanderlust. Like if that's the first place you hit, you would have been like, this is amazing. Yeah, but I think because it was at the end of my trip, I was like, yeah, this is okay. It's probably, my least, at home. It's probably my least favorite city. But what I will say, you always hear that uh, Irish people are the friendliest people, and it's tr- it's the truth. Yeah, they're so friendly. It was wild. I, there, in Temple Bar, there was some crazy four-story brew pub. And so I went there by myself and got a beer and was just kind of wandering around and some students like college students saw me Mm -hmm. locals and wanted to know where i was from because obviously i wasn't from there Uh uh-huh i told them i was from texas and so that always is the icebreaker yeah people love that they all want to know about texas and um and then they invited me out to dinner with them went to some uh, Indian place had a fantastic dinner. <laughs> That's so awesome. Then went to some random dance club with them after dinner, <laughs> and uh, and then they all kind of ditched me after that. Good, but I, I mean they they entertained me for a good three hours. That's awesome. And I'm not the the easiest person to approach or to get to know if you're if I'm a complete stranger mm-hmm. because I I do have sad <laughs> seasonal. <laughs> Affective disorder. Where, I don't know. But I, do you have it during every season? <laughs> yeah, it's all, every season. I have it. Every season, there's something. <laughs> there's to be something sad about. that makes me sad. Yeah. But I'm just. I'm not a. I'm not an extremely confident, outgoing person. So it takes a lot for. It takes a lot of effort for me mm-hmm. to put myself out there and to go on this adventure with. Dude, six or eight random people. It was guys and girls. It was a group of like six or oh, eight people. Oh, it was a party. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. a huge, huge group. And they were like, "Let's go." They just, yeah, come on, Texas, let's go. <laughs> it was fun. That's great. Yeah, they're 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 friendly. And they didn't rob or kill you or no. Anything. They didn't take my kidney. Nothing. Nothing. Weird. Yeah, but they ditched me. I thought maybe I was gonna hook up with one of the girls, and it didn't happen. Nah. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I didn't become a new dad that weekend. <laughs> new dad. Yeah, maybe that band name was about you. Maybe. I think I, I, I think we did have a stopover in Galway. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Is that on the 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 west side? I don't know. Because I think from Dublin, we stopped somewhere before we then jumped all the way back to new york yeah i don't know i don't know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it really doesn't, <laughs> doesn't matter. matter i'm just making small talk for no reason yeah yeah let's do a pod jesus what do you have to drink here okay so beer number two i decided to play one of the classics are you familiar with green flash out of san diego <laughs> I think you know that I'm not. Okay. Well, Green Flash is one of the craft brewery. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, craft brewery. 
Hey, Craft Brewery, Brewery. Green Flash. They're one you. of the OG craft breweries. Oh, really? They're they're older. Yeah, and um, I remember when I first was dating Marissa, mm-hmm. and I would uh, I would bring beers over to her house. <laughs> that she was really into Green Flash. Y'all would drink beers. Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen her drink a beer. This was before she got really into bourbon. <laughs> But yeah, cra- uh, many of our first dates were at the old Flying Saucer in Addison. Just drinking beers. Just drinking beers. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. Those were the days. Is there something, there is something really, because it doesn't, it happens rarely, right? These days, when a girl is just, a girl and her friend are just sitting there drinking a beer. Yeah, you never see that anymore. It never happens, never but anymore. when you see it, you're just like... What in the world? That's awesome. Like, they're just having a beer. Like, those two girls are having beers. It's amazing. Why don't you see it anymore? Because just carb- you just can't do it. Yeah, because because there's so many other options now. Do country girls drink beer? Yeah, probably. Although they probably drink, uh, like, uh, White Claws all the time. That's now. what I'm thinking, yeah. So, uh, this is West Coast IPA. Uh, I, I think the first one we drank was an eight percenter, and I believe this is an eight percenter as well. Dreaming of the West Coast. Remember that song? Sorry, this is a seven percenter. I'm just dreaming with your ghost. <laughs> Who was that? Everclear. Okay, okay. Because I saw uh, we're playing I, with him in June. I need to pull this up. At a casino in Oklahoma. Okay, um, let me find this thing. I saw this today. A couple friends shared it on, on the face space. There's, a, I guess, some kind of a music parody site. I don't know. Um, but they just <laughs> posted an article. What your favorite sad dad band says about you. <laughs> and so uh, some of them are pretty funny, like, um, like the National says you should have moved to Brooklyn when you had the chance. Yeah. <laughs> They're longer, but I'm just giving you yeah. some highlights. Um, <laughs> Wilco, it says you never figured out your relationship with the idea of camping. <laughs> I love it. Uh, let's see. What's uh, this under? Um, this is uh, McSweeney's.net. Okay. Good. I don't know anything about this website. Um <laughs> the war on drugs it says you make your own paella and take super long naps on saturday like over two hours <laughs> it's good yeah oh and <laughs> i like this uh also for the war on drugs you prefer the smallest hardware store with the oldest possible employees <laughs> <laughs> it's, all of this is true yes um I'm guessing the National had more stuff like uh, you like to make complicated coffee and stuff like that. Let's see. Uh, what's another nugget from the National? Oh, this is good. Uh, <laughs> you used to think you were once great at soccer, but now you're not sure you were ever good at soccer. <laughs> this is causing a very low-level existential crisis that will vanish in three years. Uh, All right, just a couple more. Um, sad dad. Sad. Uh, new pornographers, you're pretty good at building fences, 
enough so that people ask you for help building their fences and then pay you a little something despite your protests. <laughs> Should you become a fence guy? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> You're pretty good at building fences. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, let's see. Counting Crows, turns out that if you really want to get anywhere in the commercial cannabis industry, it's all about who you know. <laughs> okay, that, that's whatever. But the reason I thought of this is uh, their entry for Everclear. It says, Everclear, you died seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> that makes total sense with like a lot of tats, <laughs> like a ton of tattoos. <laughs> maybe, maybe some neck tattoos. <laughs> Maybe a, a little something around the eye. Uh-huh, and, and that fiery hair. <laughs> All right, so back to uh, Green Flash West Coast IPA. Uh, it says, a monumental adventure of hops made with five different hops for a complex layer of pine, floral, and ripe citrus aromas. Mm. How do you feel about it? I'm gnawing on a hop right now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been to uh, Hop Daddy's? No. This is less cloudy than the last one, and it it's is. got more hop bite, for sure. More of an amber. Yeah. You can, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you that there's five hops in it, but I can tell you there's a lot. There's a, there's a shit ton Somebody of hops in there. Them. I mean, I can't separate them. Oh, my God. But there's some hops up in that hoppy thing. Okay. Um, are we ready to move on to my next jam? I'm ready, dude. Let's go. Okay, so uh, I mentioned at the top that um, the second thing that I wanted to play was something that has really stuck in my craw over the last month. It came out in December, and uh, right before we went to Mexico, and it was basically the soundtrack of my Mexico trip. Uh, listen to it on the plane, listen to it in the car, listen to it at the beach. Uh, just listen to the shit out of it. Um, I speak of uh, the sixth album by the band Failure. Yeah. Called Wild Type Droid. We've played some Failure before. Yes, we have played some Failure before. Uh, as we discussed last time we played them, when their last record came out, that they're one of my pet bands. They're one of the bands that... Uh, I feel like is very underappreciated and is not widely known. I know we have friends like Tatch is super into failure. Is he? And uh, Casey Hess is super into failure. I didn't know that. But th they're they're under the radar. They they kind of uh, were pioneers of the '90s space rock thing uh-huh but then they got really into drugs and they broke up oh i'm remembering this now when we were at taylor's y'all were talking about this yeah and so they got back together uh, maybe eight years ago or so and they so they put out three records mm -hmm. in the early 90s and then they went away for a while they both uh, there's it's a three-piece and they all did their own thing then they got back together uh, maybe eight, ten years ago, and since they got back together, they've put out three records. Mm -hmm. With this uh, new record being the third, and 
this record, kind of like the the original uh, trilogy of, of albums, was a build to their their cult classic Fantastic Planet, which came out I think in ninety five, ninety six. Man, I there. have no idea. This is one of those bands that uh, I just have a total blank spot on. I I did not listen to this band. They're, well, probably because they were too heavy. Oh, they're heavier. Okay. They're heavier. Um, but similar to that trajectory, the since they've reunited, mm-hmm. there's been a build to this third record, and this third record is amazing. You're into it. I'm so into it. And it's interesting the way that they did it. So because of just the way things were... Uh, you know, again, going back to bands, uh, as we were talking about with uh, Johnny Marr, bands adapting to the rules of COVID and Holy. figuring out how to record and do stuff. Uh, and you, you're not touring, so you have more time. And so they decided to get together three dudes in a room and just jam. They recorded everything, like Tenacious D would say always hit record always hit record so they recorded um let's see uh they recorded um 36 hours of music and then they cut that down to three hours of just little bits and ideas that they liked and then they took those those three hours and crafted the songs on the record. So, you know, the like a song might be three of these ideas all mashed together. Uh-huh. Or it could be a song that they wrote on their own, but then they mashed it up with something from the jam sessions, whatever. Um, jam. So it's just, it's really cool how they did it because they, you know, because they're a three piece, but there's two main songwriters. The previous records, it was always kind of the... Uh, typical songwriting process of here are my songs I play you my demos then we add stuff to it and that's the song I play you my demos but they wanted to you know have a little bit more of an organic build to this record and because there was time and they weren't touring that's what they did and uh, I think it really paid off because it's a super cool record it's very diverse um, and there are moments of Almost borderline, I wouldn't say pop, but just tunefulness that you don't expect from a band that's as heavy as Failure. Failure. So uh, we can talk a little bit more about um, their influences when we come back, but see if you can spot the influence off the top of this. This is my favorite song off of the record, Wild Type Droid. This is entitled Long Division. By failure on HTL.
How'd that sit? It's good. It might be almost a little too 90s for me. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a lot in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it has to do with like the drum. Da, da, pop, pop. Like there's a lot of, but they're from then. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean. Yeah, Kelly Scott is the drummer. He and I are Facebook friends, by the way, bro. That's awesome. Um, Greg Edwards is the bass player most of the time. Ken Edwards is the guitar player most of the time. They switch off. They switch it up. That's cool. Um, and Ken Andrews is the singer for the most part. Um, but So did you, at the very top, the, the first line, did you... Did anything come to mind as far as the singing voice? I that? thought of Catherine Wheel. Okay. Well, um, not really his voice, but they like, like they could have played a show with Catherine. Yeah, Wheel. that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. And they they did play a show with Swerve Driver most. That recently. would make re- that yeah. would make a lot of sense. Are they are they Canadian? Do you no, say that? No, they're. Uh, I think they're from California. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're from L.A. I could totally see them playing with Swerve Driver. Yeah. Um, so, I, I was reading, uh, just happened to see, they posted this on the feed the other day. They did a, a big interview with Guitar World. And you know <laughs> and you know how Guitar World likes to talk about gear. I didn't know Guitar World was still a thing. I, yeah, I don't know if it's printed anymore, but there's an online edition. Mm-hmm. You like the online magazines. You mentioned NME a second ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I read stuff. I wonder if they still have the ads in the back. If Do you want to be a bass player for <laughs> Suede? Do you look hot in spandex? Yeah. Um, but so uh, I mentioned they did a lot of jamming, but they also wanted to try and... Uh, push themselves because uh, I guess generally um, Ken Andrews plays a, a Les Paul for the most part. Okay. And um, and then, you know, uh, Greg Edwards has his bass that he always plays, and but they wanted to bring in different instruments. And so uh, they were talking about the different guitars that they used. But then I thought you would find this interesting that... Uh, that Ken brought a uh, bass six and a uh, Dan Electro baritone. Yeah, they're both bass sixes. Yeah. Okay. So what the Fender called their baritone the bass six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the reason is uh, Ken Andrews says I listened to a lot of Cure before and during the making of this record. Uh, Robert Smith is just a god to me, basically. And when you look at his entire discography. Um, all the different pr- production styles and guitar sounds he's gotten over the years wanted to um, tap into that. Yeah. And, and that that is one of the common grounds that he and Greg Edwards have is they're both obsessed with The Cure. That's funny. And they don't really sound like The Cure. No, yeah. no. But they, they wanted to use the, the bass six mm-hmm. kind of as a nod to The Cure. And also, he, uh, Ken Andrews said uh, that he tried to sound like Robert Smith on that opening line. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that. Yeah. But I bet I will the next time. But that, um, yeah, Robert Smith is probably, <laughs> I mean, Fender 6 and, you know, he's got his own guitars now. The, right. The ones, and they'll come in baritone too. Like he's. And wasn't, didn't we talk about this, how when they played Glastonbury that uh, his 
the sales of guitars <laughs> went up 600% in the <laughs> yeah. UK the next yeah. day. Yeah, because they can actually rip. But that is, um, that's how he gets that thick, awesome melody sound. Baritone. Baritone guitar. Look into it. I know of another song that has a baritone on it that did pretty well. But we'll get into that later. Okay. Okay. Anyways. um, Failure. I love them. And I don't care if you love them, but I hope that you do. I like them in a really weird uh, Catherine Wheel little brother way. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of wall of sound, but... Even though they might have even been before them. Were they before them? They probably started before Catherine Wheel, yeah. Huh. Um, let's see. Pro- or maybe like right at the same time. Uh, 90 to 97. So that's, yeah. And then 2014 to the present, so. Mm-hmm. Did Catherine Wheel ever get back together? I don't think so. Okay. Are they alive? They're alive, surely. Let, let, me, let me look up Catherine Wheel. Catherine Wheel means something, doesn't it? Like, isn't it like another Spandau Ballet kind of thing? Or like, it's, it's creepy? Yeah, so it it's a firework, but it's also a medieval torture device. Yeah. You said medieval. <laughs> Whatever. I'm, I'm wasted already. <laughs> medieval. Uh, so, uh, New dad medieval. <laughs> 90 to 2000. Yeah, so Catherine same. Wheel. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. They Cont- contemporaries, up. other side of the pond, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I I can't wait. Uh, Failure is playing, uh, I believe, in Dallas in June. So I will be there. Sweet. So um, ask me to buy you a beer if you see me. That's what is, awesome. What is that? I don't know. Just making noises. Um, do you want me to play another tune? Do you want to talk about Mexico? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... Um, you talking about Mexico now or wait? Do you want it between this and the, the my next tune in the last break, or what do you want to do? Yeah, let's play your tune, and then if people don't want to listen to me talk about Mexico, they can Mexico. just turn it off. It'll be the best part of the thing. Are you? So I need you to choose though. Okay, yeah, because I gotta I gotta pull it up. So tell me what I'm choosing. Okay. What's the band? First of all, you're 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 keeping everything under wraps. I know. So here's the deal. The first, there is a new Wet Leg song, but we're not going to do that. We're going to do that for the after. Because aren't we playing things that we liked from all of our stuff that we're going to play? You can. Tune? I don't okay. think I'm going to. You're not going to do that. Um, yeah, I probably won't either. But I will play. <laughs> I will play this new Wet. The leg new Wet song. Leg. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, because they're 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 about to have their full length record come out. Mm-hmm. So there's a new Beach House song. Uh huh. Did uh-huh. you do you know it? I have not listened to it. No. Okay, and there is something called Yard Act. I don't know that. And there's something called... Oh, you're scatter shooting right now. No, but these are the three that I like. Okay, so, so we're not go- playing... I'm going to play these on the after. We're not no playing Wet Leg, but we're choosing between Beach House and... Yard Act, which is almost like a streets meets... Uh, what was that cool band that... Uh, 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 what were they called? Uh, you really liked them, the English kind of like stereo uh, MCs kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Easy Life. Easy Life. Yeah, yes. yeah. They're like it's a mix between the streets and Easy Life. And um, 
there's an Atlanta band called Mattel that has a song <laughs> called, <laughs> but it's with I E L. It's okay. Uh huh. But um, they have a song called Jeff Goldblum. So wow. Wow. I would go. Let's save Beach House because that's the safe one. So let's not play that one. Yeah. People have probably heard that anyway. Um, let's do Yard Act because it's insane and he talks about potholes. Okay. What do you think about that? Yeah, so... Um, it's called Payday is the song we're looking for. Yeah, so they just... It, it, this is brand new. It's brand stinking. They just sent it to me yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's an EP called Rich. Uh-huh. And Payday is uh, track two. Mm-hmm. You're really going to like this. Think so? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If anyone thought like, oh, I'm kind of dozing off on this podcast, this is gonna wake you back up. <laughs> it's gonna get you going right here. Okay. Well, this is. We'll uh, play Jeff Goldblum on the uh, After Dark. This is uh, Toby's latest discovery. He is breaking this live mm-hmm. on HTWOW. I'm probably breaking it to America. Yeah, because it's brand. Brand, brand new. Yard Act, Payday, HDL. What constitutes a ghetto? Huh? Is it throwing your own lettuces in the potholes on the road? Do the locals have to eat them all if they don't sell them? I call potholes concrete meadows of the soul. What constitutes a ghetto fetish? Huh? Is it growing your own lettuces but not filling in the potholes? The local council will be getting an earful, believe me, I call their lug holes concrete bollards to the soul. We all make the same sound when we get mowed down. And there are starving children in Africa, so go send your toy guns to Bosnia. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take the money, take the money, take the money and run. Take it, 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 take it,
Is that what you were thinking? Well, you you did you did set it up quite well. <laughs> this the streets meets easy life with a little bit of pulp in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. The easy life obviously is way more chill, <laughs> yeah. but similar context, really. They could be on the same bill. Yeah, absolutely. That's wild ass. It's wild. <laughs> that was wild I ass. Know. I we love went from, it. we went from wild type droid to wild ass. I know. I know that was a uh, the second I heard it I was like I'm probably I'm going to talk myself out of this but I know I'm going to play it. It's too good. Like I I don't think I should but I know I should. <laughs> See, this is the type of content that people aren't just going to hit play on Yardak, but now you know. Right? Now you know. Right. I mean, that is the beauty of this podcast because we can uh, we can touch the new order base. Mm-hmm. We can uh, turn the page on uh, Tears for Fears, but we can also sort through a bunch of new crap. We can also do all of the listening for you. I've heard of this. I've heard a bunch of crappy songs. I'll tell you that uh-huh. when I was looking for stuff this week. There's a lot of that, you know, I've got bananas yeah. and avocados. There are a lot of that singing going on, and I can't take it Oh, anymore. my God. Yeah, I, I just looked at the Coachella lineup oh, the other day. Oh, it's the worst ever. Is this the worst ever? It is the worst Coachella lineup ever. And it is so much indie girl voice. I know. It's insane. There's going to be a lot of laptops and a lot of indie girl voice. And uh, it's not for me. I've uh, Festival Dave is dead. What are the three headliners? Like you have I know that Harry Styles, Billie Eilish, and Kanye West. I mean, those are huge. I mean, three the three biggest pop stars in the world right now, arguably. I could easily see. I mean, I wouldn't go to a festival because of them, but I'll sit through a Billie Eilish or a Harry Styles thing. Sure, that'd be fun. Yeah. I mean, I've seen clips from the Harry Styles show. It's it's a like in the round. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, yeah. He does a good job, uh, but that's not headlining Coachella, man. No. Come on, where's Cocktoo Twins and Jesus well, and Mary Chain? Yeah, but see, Coachella has turned into an Instagram festival. It's true. It's true. When it. I was looking back because I was trying to remember what years I went. I think it was 06 and 08. Mm-hmm. And you went the second time in 08. Yeah. Because the bands we were seeing, they weren't new then either. No, 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 they no. Were, the new bands played all day. And then the headliners were these classic big bands. Like Bjork, you know, stuff like that. But nowadays... There's no nostalgia whatsoever. I think they got burned when they booked Stone Roses and Blur and no one went and Stone Roses were terrible. I don't know how many years ago that was. But since then... Stone Grant, Roses played Coachella? Yeah. Yeah. Am I, am I, am I blanking? Am yeah. I, is some of my brain not working right yeah, now? Yeah. I, it was maybe four years ago, five years ago. Jeez. Oh, but I think since then, they've steered clear of the nostalgia acts, and they've gone totally pop and totally 
dance and uh, uh-huh. they're programming to the people that go because it's all well it's it all kids even... it's all kids from LA that are going out there to dress up in their festival garb and, and their take woodstock pictures. outfit yeah. and take, but it doesn't even need to be nostalgia it's like when we were there uh, for the Jesus and Mary chain one I mean Willie Nelson played you gotta have the big name you gotta like Willie Nelson play you know that's awesome I mean, we didn't like Rage Against the Machine, probably, but they played, you know, it was huge. Right. I think they played right after Willie Nelson. <laughs> so, but still, those are big names. Yeah. This is like, I mean, I know Billie Eilish, but when you look at the names after them on the list, it's like the names that are in the big bold and then they get lighter and lighter. The first five names, three out of, I don't know any of those. Like, yeah. And we're just old and dumb. Yeah, we're just so. old and most of you who are listening are probably old and so we're we're narrow casting oh. we're yelling at the cloud yeah. what is that we're yelling at the cloud from the simpsons oh. Oh, the headline <laughs> grandpa simpson old man yells at cloud so oh. you know music moves on life moves on coachella moves on I don't know that there will ever be a Coachella lineup that will move me to spend the money and effort to get out there again. Mm-hmm. But boy, it was magical when we went. Life goes on without me. Well, when the Smiths play, <laughs> you'll be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, now that we're at the end and we've played all the jams. We get beach stories. Now we can get uh, Tulum stories. Did you braid your hair? No. You know when people braid and they have a little. My hair is yeah. My hair is not long enough to braid. Um, You didn't get just like one little tiny bead, (laughs) like just just kind of dripping down the side. (laughs) Not even to my eyebrow. Yeah, (laughs) I just had to do it. There was this sweet little lady who was doing it on the beach, and I was just like, "Yeah, you know what? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Yes, you can." (laughs) So, um. Yeah, so we decided to, we had, my wife and I had not taken a proper vacation since our honeymoon pre-COVID. So Uh we got married in 2019 and we had taken a couple of trips, like we went to the Hall of Fame and we went to go visit um, brother and sister-in-law in in Mobile. These are not vacations. But yeah, they weren't just the two of us and just... With the sole purpose of relaxing, mm-hmm. voyage, and and having an adventure together and recharging our marriage, we, oui. and so we decided get your in, groove back. Yeah, we, we decided to get our groove back. Uh, it was maybe around uh, September that we booked it. We were talking about it all summer, and then finally September we booked it. We booked it for the beginning of December, and then as the trip got closer and closer. COVID got more and more aggressive. Yeah, it was still Delta then. It wasn't Omicron yet. Remember the Delta days? I know. And, uh, but everything was non-refundable. So we were like, well, we just need to do it. I mean, we're both vaxxed and boosted. We made sure we got the boost before we went. And so we did it. And we decided to go to Tulum, which is the... Instagram hipster place to go in it Mexico. Is, it is. Um, but it was a place where uh, her sister had gone a number of times and had recommendations. So we decided to give it a whirl. Recommendation. 
And the trip, uh, for the most part, was incredibly awesome. And we did save our marriage. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was about to say, I think things were okay. No, everything was, everything was fine before, and it's great now. Um, but we did have an awesome time. Um, my, my It started off bumpy. Yeah, well, okay, so <laughs> a little bump at the beginning. Our, lo- our loyal readers know that you have missed flights before. Yeah, with the I, New Orleans story, we've told that. Not before. yeah, not habitually, but sometimes circumstances are such that uh, travel plans have to be fluid and change, and so so flight plans are fluid. Yes, so we <laughs> I we left on a Friday morning, and uh, I had to take my daughter to school, and then come back and get ready. And then we had to jump in an Uber and go to the airport. And so everything was packed, but I, I just, I needed to, to, uh, shower. And I decided to also knock down my chest hair a little bit, maybe shave my balls Sure. in the shower. And so, uh, I maybe took a little, do you do that yourself? Yeah. I don't have a, I don't have a guy. Wow. Okay. And so I, I maybe took a little too long doing that. A and lot of hair. Yeah. I had to do it in stages. Start with a weed eater and then <laughs> yeah. go down to normal. Yeah, you can't start with the razor. No. It'll be dull in five it's, seconds. It's, yeah, it's like giant scissors first. Yeah. So uh, by the time... And, and so we're, we're deciding not to travel light intentionally. We're checking bags because... We just really don't know what the trip is going to be like. We don't know how many outfit changes we're going to have. We don't know where we're, you know, if we're going to fancy dinners or if we're just going to totally be in beachwear the whole time. You didn't just like, I'm packing Speedo, that's all I need. Yeah, no, we, we, she had the big bag, I had the medium bag, but they were both, uh, and we had room for souvenirs and stuff to bring back, right? Sure. Um, so, but we were checking bags. We get to the airport. We're still an hour before our flight leaves, but there's a cutoff. If you're checking bags on an international flight, you have to be there over an hour before. Otherwise, your bags aren't going to make it on the plane. So they tell us, well, you can still get on your flight, but then you're going to have to wait on your bags because your bags will be on the next flight, or you can just get on the next flight and be on the same flight as your bags. And so we're like, well, we'll just do that. So you got tanked at the airport. Yeah. We ended up leaving two hours later, which was fine. Two hours. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. It was fine. I see to me, it, it seemed like this was a much bigger deal. Two hours is nothing. No. The the fact that they have so many flights to Cancun throughout Mm -hmm. the day, it was not a big deal. Did you have to uh, tell your limo driver, like reschedule it when you got to Tulum? Yeah, so we did have the the van to take us to Tulum because Tulum is about a 90 minute, two hour drive. It's not that far. What is this van? What is a van? It's it's like a like a sprinter van type thing. Were other people in the van? No, no, I, I booked it. I booked it ahead of time. Okay, this is fine. 
Yeah, so it's just the two of us, and I prepaid for booze in the van. Even better than a limo. I love it. Yeah. Uh, the only issue with that is that uh, I almost peed my pants before we got to the resort. Cause you I was, tell him to stop? I Well, I wanted him to stop so I could just go pee in the jungle, but we were so close. He's like, we're almost there. So it's just pinching. It's just like, Steve, pull over. I was like, do you have a clothespin? Uh, so the only really downside of... Uh, the delay was that it was dark by the time we got to the resort. It's okay. Yeah, so it's fine. Um, it's fine. So, rocky start, but next day, day one, Saturday, was by far the best day. Did you snorkel? No, did not snorkel that day. We did snorkel another day on the last day, and uh, that was meh. Is snorkeling overrated? Snorkeling is fun. It just depends. Like we wanted to snorkel with the sea turtles and our tour company sent us to a lagoon with just a bunch of fish. And so it wasn't what we thought we were getting. Would you worry that a sea turtle might bite your Peter off? No, uh, they're, they're gentle giants. Uh, they don't go for Peter. N- well, I mean, maybe if you weren't wearing trunks. Oh, you wore they, a swimsuit. Yeah, they maybe if they saw the little inchworm dangling there they might try and snap it off speak for yourself chief but day one (laughs) let me tell you i thought of you oh thank you because day one why was there was there rain and you were at an english pub and that's usually what i get no no i was thinking of you because it was day one at our resort and we stayed at the resort all day we didn't take any adventures that first day. No weird zipline thing in the rainforest. We did that later. Oh my god! That was that was the same day as <gasps> as the stupid lagoon trip. I saw that. That's your hel- that your helmet looks so tiny on your head. I know. Okay, we'll get there. Yeah. So, first day was magical because we go down to the beach and we talk to the the manager of the beach restaurant and all of the lounge chairs and everything what was his name don't know he was the manager of the restaurant and the lounge chairs well you know they they have like a concierge that handles all the stuff down by the beach right he got all y'all's coke and so we (laughs) we get a they have two rows of those uh beach beds right it's like a giant mattress Mm -hmm. chase lounge combo just filled with sex yeah and uh, and the umbrellas all down the beach. So uh-huh. there's there's a row closest to the beach. It's a good looking closest, beach. Closest good, to the water. Good looking beach. White sand. Yeah, I mean there's there's a lot of seaweed, but they they pick up the seaweed every yeah. morning. So <laughs> they groom it. They groom it. And so there's there's a row closest to the water, and then another row behind it. And so we're there, and we're getting margaritas and beers and going into the water to pee magic you know just beautiful day gorgeous weather it's weird that that's the magic part is that you went into the water to pee i love it it's just you know every once in a while you just you know i have to pee and at the same time i'm gonna go frolic in the ocean frolic Uh uh-huh did marissa frolicking did marissa pee in the ocean no i think she went to the room to pee or maybe she did. I don't know. 
But she wouldn't tell you. But what I did you poop in the ocean? <laughs> no, Dave. No, I did not. Did you poop in the ocean? But here's here's when I thought of you. Oh, okay. So I hope it wasn't during the pee part. No, no. So here's our cabana lounge. Then to the left of me, and at some point, Marissa decided that she wanted to. I don't know, go talk to the concierge at the front desk or go to the room or I don't know what she was doing, but she left for like 45 minutes or an hour. So I was just, by myself. Just trying to find weed. Right. And so to the left of me on the very next uh, lounge, mm-hmm. two uh, topless European girls. Yes. And then directly behind me, a bachelorette slash girls trip of like 10 girls and they were all getting wasted and then taking turns going and taking uh photos of each other with their tops off no no they had they had their tops on but they would go down into the water and do you know the girl posing on yeah, the beach I'm going to lift my hair up. Yeah, and yeah, do I'm going to I'm going to yeah. flip my hair or I'm going to look back over my and shoulder. And catch that in slow motion. Or yes. I'm going to I'm going to kneel in the sand. Like I didn't know you were taking a picture of me. Oh my goodness. So I'm just I'm there by myself and I have these topless chicks to my left and this gaggle of girls behind me mm-hmm. that are constantly parading in front of me and I'm like this is the best. My life is peaked right now. This is it. Uh, so the trip just went downhill from there. Not a lot. Not not a steep decline. What what about that situation made you think of me? Because I was like, if only Toby could see this. <laughs> that Toby would just be so happy and in such his element. And talk to all of them. Yeah, probably. yeah. I didn't talk to a single hey, one. What of them. are you guys doing? I didn't talk to yeah. a single one of them. So. I don't want to. I don't want to drag this out. <laughs> These are secrets. Dude. I don't want to drag this out too much longer because there's really not too much to tell. But we did on the last day have our super adventure day of zip lining and then the snorkeling. Zip lining was fun, but I had to wear like I, I had extra trusses because they did not want me falling into the jungle and snapping my neck. I was a little nervous on the first one, but then after that, I was like, okay, this is definitely going to hold me. I'm fine. Uh But it is crazy. Just you're climbing up flight after flight of stairs in this wooden tower in the middle of the jungle. And then you, they clip you in and then you just zip down to another tower. And so it's probably like seven or eight uh, circuits that you go through. All right. I want to show you something. Uh And I haven't mentioned this to you. Uh, Dingu, our friend Danny Bayless, sent yes. me something that has to do with you. Um, and all he sent was, why does this make me so happy? And he just zoomed in on you and sent me this. <laughs> My, <laughs> Look at how tiny that helmet. Is that the biggest one they had? I don't know. I don't know if it was the biggest one they had, but it does look like a beanie on top Dude, of my it head. it is squeezing your head. Like, what is going on? That looks like the tiniest helmet. So then we sit back each other like a bunch of things, and we just ended up on this one. 
<laughs> a Fisher Price little Fisher people Price little people construction, construction worker construction hat. Oh my god! Like it looks so painful. Um, yeah, it was not comfortable. Yeah, I'll, no. This is what he he sent that picture and goes, "Why does this keep cracking me up?" <laughs> and had to zoom in on you and take the. I'm glad I could uh, so give you guys a few laughs. I know, I know, man. I laughed really hard when he sent me that. Like really hard. For oh, real. the other thing we did was ATVs, like four wheelers in the jungle. Oh shit! When's the last time you've been on a four wheeler? It's been forever. I mean, you don't do anything. You don't change gears. You just gas it. No, but your thumb certainly gets tired. It sure does. Holding down that trigger. You got to get a rubber band. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was fun. So it was, uh, that was just, there was a tour guide in front, then Marissa, then me, then another guide behind me, just in case I went off into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, whoa, 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 hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Dave Wrecked. <laughs> Giant guy went off in the woods. Giant guy with he's, the tiny helmet. Yeah. He's in the woods. <laughs> tiny helmet. Man, I love that picture. It's so good. Uh, but uh, Tulum... Uh, what it, is so... This is what... I, let me interrupt you. Sure. Because this is what I've heard from friends of mine uh-huh. that have been there. And of course, everyone goes, oh man, seven years ago, Tulum was so good before everyone got down there. And so now I hear... That it still looks amazing. It's a little bit more expensive than it used to be. Uh-huh. I've heard that it kind of got pricey because so many people go there. And now it's like, kind of like, oh, let's go to Austin because it's so free and everything's cool. But it's still just a kind of gets a little douchey crowd that there's DJs everywhere. Yeah, there and, are there are a lot of DJs. And a lot of people taking pictures on the beach with like, really elaborate setups yeah yeah i i can see that so we did one dinner in downtown tulum and we did not enjoy downtown tulum at all do they have like a green building like Dallas? no if you've ever been to downtown uh cancun it's basically the same thing i've never been to either one yeah it's just it's just a really grungy uh dilapidated Somewhat dangerous place that you don't want to be there too far after dark. Um, like you have a few shots and you end up in an arm wrestling challenge with a bunch of chickens around you and stuff. And yeah, you're just you don't like, want to do that. And you're arm wrestling for Marissa's life. <laughs> yeah, an indecent proposal. Yeah, like this How did this happen? How did we get this far behind? We're down like $30,000. <laughs> yeah, so we the, the beach district of Tulum is great. It's very walkable. It's just a two-lane road, and so there's beach resorts on one side and restaurants and shops on the other. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's kind of because it has become so developed. It's kind of like uh, like Epcot, Mexico, a little bit in parts, but better beach and. But yeah, but I thought it was great. I would love to go back. I don't necessarily want to go back to the same resort that we went to mm-hmm. because it was a yoga resort did you do yoga no we never they had like two giant yoga tents did marissa do yoga no no we did not take any of the classes it's so funny from knowing marissa this long now i can see her start a yoga class and about 20 minutes into it get her stuff together and walk straight out of there and go fuck this And go get a and walk straight a to good the mimosa and, <laughs> and just be like, I'm not doing this shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, we we did look at the program and there was one on like uh like tantric couples or something. Holy balls, <laughs> we really? Were, yeah. Oh, and there was one afternoon we were walking around and we heard some woman uh, with the windows open in her uh, room having a screaming orgasm. So, nice. Yeah. I mean, you know, people like to party. You're in Tulum. Yeah. But it was a... It, there was a sister property next door that was like the, the party property. But That's we, like the swingers property. But we were in the yoga property. And so we, were, we were somewhat out of place. There was a, a, everything is open air. There's not, the, the buildings are thatched roofs. And, What's the temperature of the water? Uh, 70s, 80s. I mean, it was oh, nice. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So what's the temperature outside? 80s. I mean, it was great. Did you, so you got in the pool. 80s isn't that hot. There right? were, there really wasn't a pool. Oh, there wasn't at this a pool. Resort. There was a tiny pool. It was just the beach or nothing, basically. Mm. And I'm gonna so, need a pool. Yeah, and so that's why I, I, I'm like, I don't want to go back to this resort if we go back. But I did have several times where I overheard conversations because everyone was so uh, yoga-y. Uh-huh. A lot of free life, like just free-spirited stuff. Yeah. So, and most of these occurred at breakfast. So breakfast was included, and so you would go to this. Uh, what time are you waking up for breakfast? I mean, they stopped serving it at like 11. So we oh would go around God. 9.30 or 10. You were there at 9.30? No, like maybe 10. Um, Jesus, we vacation different. But it's uh, a they had two restaurants. They had the beach restaurant and then the restaurant in the middle of the resort. And mm-hmm. so the that was where breakfast was. And so we would go and then you would sit and... Uh, overhear all these conversations of all these people um, mostly talking about yoga. Really? And so... That sucks. Yeah, and so uh, a couple... I wrote down a couple quotes that I heard. Okay, let's go. These are yoga quotes from Tulum. Yeah, well, the first one was kind of a douchey guy. I'll change the music here to where it'll be yoga quotes. Yoga quotes. From Tulum. Well, this isn't so much a yoga quote as just one of the douchebags... That was there. He was like, uh, he said, I worked out all week, so I'm good to chill. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. He is having a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. He's having you, a can, you can take today off, chief. Take today off for the quads. I mean, I'm going to do some squats, but it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm good. Uh, yeah. I, I can skip a leg day. Um, <laughs> there was a, a girl next to us at one breakfast that, uh, was talking about how magical this yoga class that they had just taken that oh, morning was. Okay. Mm-hmm. We were still sleeping, but they were in class. Yeah, yeah. And so she's telling the dude that she's with about her transcend her transcendental experience that she just said. Good. You see, y'all missed out. I saw a shadow of a seated figure surrounded with gold. And I asked, is that me? So she saw Buddha and then wondered if it was her. Right. Yeah. She's like, she's like, am I having a vision? Is that me? Wow. But the best one. So she found the weed dude and y'all. Yeah. By the way, any restaurant that you go to, if you want uh, weed, Coke, whatever, just go to the bathroom. 
Oh, it's all. And there's going to be somebody outside the bathroom asking you. Go on, weed. Mota. Yeah, like, of course Go. I do. Go. Um, but the best was there was a big group of uh, like three guys, three girls. And they were all trying to figure out their, their game plan for the day. How old? Uh, late 20s, early 30s, probably. They have enough money to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so rich. I mean, everybody there was so rich and so yoga douchey. Um, but this girl was not having what she was hearing from the rest of the group because this one guy was like, yeah, I need to go charge my phone and then, uh, I don't know, I might go down to the beach or I might go into town for a little bit. I don't know. And so she shuts him down by saying, let's all get in tune with ourselves and listen to what our bodies want. Wow. So we would ask. So our, she's the first one to die. You know, so we would ask ourselves, Marissa and I would ask ourselves what our bodies want constantly on that trip. And it was usually a margarita. Margarita and I want to pee. Yeah. Anyway, good it times. Could, it could either. Those can come in any order. Margarita or peeing. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens a lot on vacation is drinking and peeing. Right. A lot of people don't plan oh, on oh, that. Oh. Last thing. Last thing on Tulum before we wrap it up and uh, send it back to uh, the Did you clash. get a tat? You got <laughs> a tat. No, I did not get a Tweety Bird tattoo. Tulum 2021. Uh, no, so while we were there, uh, the Cowboys were playing. Yes. And it was uh, Cowboys Redskins. Bringing it back to sports. And I did a little bit of research and I found... Online. That, yes, and I found that... Uh, at least in the beach area of Tulum, there is only one bar that shows NFL games. And it was a uh, Mexican bar, like Mexican Tex-Mex food. Like a, like a, uh, what was it? A chain? No, no, no. It, it was just a, a, I can't remember the name of the place. It wasn't like Chewy's? No, I can't remember the name of the place. It was, uh, it was like Matt's or something. Not Matt's. Not our Matt's. Not our Matt's, but... Steve's. It was Steve's. Um, and so we get there before the uh, the game starts. Uh-huh. And I did have a I did pack a cowboy shirt, but I didn't wear it because I figured that it was gonna be a little hot and sticky out and it was a cotton shirt and I figured that I would pit it out and that it would stick to me. It wasn't your jersey. No, it wasn't my I didn't bring my jersey. You didn't bring your Maryland jersey. No. I well I don't have my Maryland jersey anymore. I know. I didn't want to bring that up. Uh but I did have my Everton jersey. <gasps> yes. So I wore my Everton jersey and then we get to the bar and Everton are playing Crystal Palace. Let's go! Oh, not did not work out. No, it, it did not yeah, work out. It, is um, that the game? It was like five. No, I think it was ended up being two to one oh, or three to two. Can't okay, remember. Okay. Um, but there were two English guys sitting at the bar, and they see my shirt, and they're like, "Chief!" And, and I think one of them was an Everton fan. But he was like, hey, we're going to, this is about to change to football, if that's okay. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I, I just happen to be wearing this. I was like, don't, don't worry about it. And then there's this other guy at the bar. And he's obviously a Redskins fan. So when the game starts, the Cowboy game starts, he notices that I am a Cowboy fan. Totally. 
And so he wants to kind of feel me out and like, hey, so you're a cowboy fan? Where's your jersey or where's your shirt? And I was like, well, I, you know, I explained I didn't want to pit it out. Um, just wore this instead. And uh, he was like, so, but uh, but you're from Dallas? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm from Dallas. And there's this girl sitting next to him and she's just staring laser beams. She has sunglasses on, but she's staring laser beams at me. And, um, and she was like, do I know you? And I said, I don't think so. And she's like, I swear I know you. No. And then later I have further conversation with the guy. She doesn't know this guy. They're just happen to be sitting at the bar next to each other, watching the game. And, uh, you know, he's asking like what part of Dallas and, you know, like East Dallas, you know, near downtown. And she was like, okay, is your name Dave? I was like, I, are you friends with Manny? And I said, yes. And she said, I'm, I'm Angela. Angela. I know. That's so great. Our, our, our dear late friend, Manny, his best friend from Manhattan, mm-hmm. Angela, was in Tulum. She had been there with a couple of our other friends, uh, Brandy and Sarah. Uh-huh. Sarah. They were there the week before. Brandy and Sarah went home back to Brooklyn, but Angela decided to stay and pushed her flight. And so she is a huge cowboy, huge Cowboys fan. And so she happened to be there because it was the only place that shows the Mm -hmm. games. And we happened to be there. And I didn't recognize her with her sunglasses. I really only met her once before in person. See, I've hung out with her a lot. Like I know her enough with that she's Mississippi State, uh-huh. and she is. Uh, so we've gotten in arguments with LSU, Mississippi State stuff. When I was up there, that's when both teams were pretty good, right? So Mississippi State always had LSU's number during like, the Dak years. It was the yeah, but it was just it was like the Detroit Lions for the Cowboys, like. They could lose every game, but Detroit would beat Dallas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Mississippi State could be the worst team in the SEC, but they would still beat LSU. Like you would, I hated them. Um, but uh, when I saw those pictures, when you guys, when Angela was there, I was like, "What are the chances?" It was, but it would have been so much better if Sarah and them were there. Like, I know. How much fun would that have been? I know, but it was just such a small world, wild coincidence. And we ended up spending the rest of the afternoon with her and hung out. And she showed us a couple of her. Did y'all just ditch that dude? Like, all right, hey, back off. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I think she probably they probably exchanged digits. Mm -hmm. I don't know. He he was he was kind of wheels off a little bit, but uh, you know, maybe she uh, hooked up with him later. I don't know, but uh, I think she's got a boyfriend. Yeah, I guess so. But she she loves Tulum and she goes uh, as often as she can. Mm-hmm. And so she had her favorite play, uh, her favorite places to go. And uh, so we followed her around after the game was over and had a good time. And uh, just that's just awesome. a random, uh, beautiful. The universe smiled on us that day. That's awesome. So, yeah, that's the last thing I wanted to tell you about. You can probably condense this quite a bit. I will. I will. Anyways. We're just talking, Dave. (laughs) 
Yeah, there's uh, you have to let that rock rock. not a lot of rock music in Tulum. Definitely uh, a lot of DJs. Where we all jamming to? I'm just saying that any any of the bars and restaurants after dark, everything just gets lit. It's just nonstop. Yeah, pretty much. We didn't we didn't go to any of the wild spots. We were pretty tame. But I recommend it if you can do it. Sometimes we'll go back someday. But we want to thank you for making it all the way to the end, and hopefully Toby was able to uh, trim down Saloon Talk to a palatable amount. We're gold. We want to thank you for listening to episode 54 of HTWOW. We have not mentioned uh, the After Dark too much so far, but uh, if you're a patron, you can look forward to more of uh, Toby's yeah. music detective finds. Right. I have a few uh, close runners up that uh, did not make this pod, and uh, we're going to have a good time playing that stuff after we uh, stop down for some dinner. I can't wait to, uh, to really get this year cranked up. I hope at some point Omicron will fade and we can do a live show. Springtime, summertime. It's gotta be spring. We can do it in the spring. Yeah. It sounds so good. It sounds like it was recorded yesterday. I know, it sounds amazing. I love the piano. I know, who thought that there would be, hey, can someone play saloon piano? <laughs> Like we need country saloon piano and lasers and Mattel football. But yeah, if you have uh, not become a patron yet, go to uh, oldwaver.com and click on premium, or go to patreon.com and search HTWOW and. Five bucks a month gets you some merch and uh, the After Dark podcast, which is more junk and more tunes. Hope you guys are having a great new year. Hopefully your uh, seasonal uh, affective disorder. Is that really a thing? Or I need to look it up. I need to look it up so I know... Yeah, seasonal affective disorder. So that's really a thing. It really is a thing.